Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, the royal news. It didn't slow down over the weekend, you guys. Uh, Prince Andrew uh, has really stepped in the royal duties. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yes, he did step in the royal duties. Prince Andrew keeps hitting the fan. <laughs> and it's getting all over Buckingham Palace and more. Ooh. So this is the story that just won't end. And, you know, it's funny about it. And by funny, I mean, you know, ironically or just paradoxically or whatever. It's It kind of sucks for Prince Andrew and everyone involved. Um, he tried to do this interview to explain away his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein, yeah, which is troublesome for a number of reasons. Right. He also tried to just wave off uh, the allegations against him Mm -hmm. that he had sex with an underage girl, a child. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say a child. She was 17. She's she's underage. Right. Let's just put it. Yeah. It it is what it is Um, and totally inappropriate. And in any other situation, criminally, possibly punishable punishable or uh, negligent. So tried to do the interview. Blew up in his face. Right? Right. Instead of making it go away, it's done nothing but blow open all sorts of different parts of this story that people can now talk about, investigate, uncover, continue to deal with, and ask questions about. So, to the contrary, it has created more trouble than it was meant to solve in the first place. Right. Right? Right. And it just keeps going. So, last week, we talked about how the prince... Um, first of all, companies that were involved in some of his philanthropic work, which is actually his job, started pulling out of those relationships and saying, like, yeah, this is not we're not comfortable with this. And very quickly, we got a a memorandum mm-hmm. from Prince Andrew, who said basically, OK, um, I'm going to take a step back now and I'm not going to do this stuff. And it and- was characterized as though. He had asked the queen for permission to step away from the royal duties, having already stepped directly in the royal duties. And uh, he and he said, you know, she consented to that. Yeah. But we thought, no, that's probably not how it happened. She probably said no more royal duties for you. Yeah. No more duties for you because you've created enough duties of your own. Exactly. Um, and so that was a story last week. Well, this week, <laughs> now we have word that it wasn't just the queen who was upset with uh, Prince Andrew's royal duty. Uh, 
Prince William was actually upset with Prince Andrew. And this is important because someday Prince William will be king. Right. Now you're like, but wait a minute, isn't there a Charles in there somewhere? Yeah, there should be a Charles in between, but that, I mean, the queen, (laughs) she keeps on ticking. Yeah. I mean, Charles could, I thought of this, I'm like, Charles could literally kick the bucket before his mother does. Yeah. And then uh, it will go right to William. Anyway, we hope none of that happens. Also, think about the fact that your promotion only comes at the death of your relative. I know. It's a little weird. That's the royal. That's what that's they, royalty. That's what they didn't sign up for. Yeah. Um, that said, there's a story over the weekend from page six that talked about William and sources uh, told page six that William was heavily involved in the decision to boot Prince Andrew from the royal offices in Buckingham Palace. So not only did he have a hand in saying it's time for you to take a step back, but they literally also sent him packing. So now his official um, office in Buckingham Palace is closed. He will have no official duties. And while he at this point has kept his royal title, um, he doesn't really have anything else to do. And the queen, his mother... At the age of 90-something, he is 59, will be paying for his way of life. Yeah. So imagine the humiliation that you, your brother will one day right. be king. Your nephew also one day will be king. You will be living even, in a van down, down by, by the, the river. river. Yes. <laughs> living off your mom's... Yeah. Purse. Yes. Literally. Literally. So um, I I thought this development of Prince William, you know, it it makes sense because, right, he has to have power. Like, yes, the queen is still, she is, everything's going. But I'm sure she's like, look, I am getting up there. What do you guys think we need to do? Well, because, you know, you're right. Like, this is the family business, essentially. Yeah. And so they probably, she probably, it, it probably was a healthy thing. To call the the successors to the table and say, well, what are we going to do about the about this uh, yeah. Andrew situation? Can we also talk about this? This is this is the episode or the season of the Crown that I want, and eventually we shall get it. By all accounts, we're going to get two more seasons in cur- that sort of are dealing with you know the modern era of the uh, British royal family. By all accounts, and I was just watching an interview about this this morning. Prince Andrew was the queen's favorite. Mm-hmm. Prince Andrew is the son that she treated the most like a son. Mm-hmm. Okay. The son that you loved the most is the one that has brought the biggest scandal upon your family in a century. Right. Uh-huh. Right. For the second time, by the way. And <laughs> the son who didn't get the love that his brother is getting will one day be the king. So do you think that maybe there's a little bit of like drama going on behind the scenes? Because can you imagine Charles is probably like, oh, yeah. Oh, mommy's favorite is a big, you know, a distraction. So let's just make you go. No, I mean, it really this really you cannot write this stuff because it is exactly like you said, Bradley, like the 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 son who played by the letter uh, and has lived his entire life as though he is going to be the king one day because he's going to be the king one day yeah. does not garner the favor of his own mother. Yeah. Did not queen. have the same emotional connection. Yeah. 
that um, she did, by all accounts, with uh, his brother. And think about this. The son of that guy, so William, the son of that guy uh, has been, you know, given the impression that his mother created all sorts of drama around the family. And she and his mother ended up losing her title uh, after they divorced. Mm -hmm. That was taken away. Mm -hmm. Imagine the sort of like inside the son is thinking, of course, he is not a fan of Prince Andrew because this kid has gotten nothing but, you know, all the love and attention and all of the, um, you know, uh, the queen pulling him close. Yeah. And, um, you know, his family, on the other hand, mm-hmm. has had to deal with all this drama. Right. It, it, it does remind you, and Resentment. I'm sure watching the, the Crown reminds you of this as well, that there is the duty, the royal duty. There is what we see publicly. There's what we assume. But then they have personal relationships yeah. that are complicated behind the scenes, as complicated as any of our familiar sure. relationships are. Right. And and so, you you know, we do start to kind of see how it's all playing out and extrapolate emotionally yeah. what's going people on behind the like, scenes. Oh, I hope you don't they have know a good therapist really go- in there. Well, exactly. And people act like, oh, you don't know what's really going on. Well, I don't have to be a rocket scientist. That's a mom. Yeah. Her son has been accused of sleeping with a 17-year-old. He has never been given the opportunity in his life to deal with anybody telling him no or like giving him the truth because he is like the queen's favorite son. I mean, mm-hmm. it just stands to reason that there's going to be some resentment at the hands of his siblings and their family. And this might actually be some um, comeuppance. Yeah. Well, we have to stick with the royal theme uh, because we have another king to talk about. Uh, we're going back to ancient Mesopotamia. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. We're Where going, are we? We're going to talk about Nebuchadnezzar when we come back oh on the Colleen God. and Bradley show. I'm actually dead serious because Kanye West is making us do it. Are we do doing it. a Bible study? I'll do my best. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to bring you guys up to speed on why I think it's so obvious <laughs> that Kanye West is doing this opera, Nebuchadnezzar, that premiered last so night at the Hollywood Bowl. No, you don't have to. I'm, okay. I'll be your good news. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, why I think uh, Kanye West was attracted to the story and what it's really about after this on My Talk 1071. All right, we got to talk about another kind of royalty, ancient royalty on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. The reason we're talking about an ancient king, we're talking about King Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, how did we end up uh, here? A king of Babylonia. Uh, okay, because of Kanye West. So remember that uh, when Kanye West did his Sunday service at Joel Osteen's, Osteen's church, mm-hmm. he said, oh, stay tuned, because on uh, sat on Sunday, November 24th, I will be doing a, a, an opera about King Nebuchadnezzar at the Hollywood Bowl. And we were all like, what? And it happened. It happened yesterday. Okay. Um, And you, okay, so, you know, to me, it feels very obvious that Kanye West chose this Nebuchadnezzar to do... Yeah, you said that. ...an opera about. The rest of us, though, maybe don't remember our, you know, like, 
ancient Bible history times. Well, and it is, I mean, listen, there's a lot of characters and places in the Bible, so yeah, it's Meshach, fine. Meshach, Rebend- Abednego, Actually, Ramshackle. You know you're right on track. Do you oh, know that? Meshach, Ramshack, and nope, Abednego? No, that's not their names. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and there Abednego. I was close. Uh, they actually, those are the three that were saved from the fiery furnace. From the whale? No, that's Jonah. Sorry. Okay, so... Uh, wrong story. Up. So Nebuchadnezzar was this king who, um, you know, I don't know, depending at different times, he was either bad or good, but mostly kind of a baddie, but like definitely an egomaniac. Oh, so are you with me so I far? Uh, and so he had built a very large golden idol of himself that he wanted people to worship oh. rather than worship the Israeli, the God of Israel. Oh, right. So worship the idol, worship the idol. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were like, yeah, we're not supposed to do that. So he was like, boom, get in that fiery furnace. Threw them in the furnace. They were then delivered by an angel of God from the fiery furnace. And that's when Nebuchadnezzar was like, one of the times that Nebuchadnezzar was like, hold the phone. Oh, okay, maybe this the... God of Israel is a real thing, and maybe I shouldn't, uh, you know, be such a... He's sort of painted like um, a, a buffoon in some parts of the Bible, yeah. where, like, his there's sort of like a mockery of his uh, self-love. Okay. Okay? And there's... He, he's Listen, he ruled for a very, very long time. There's more to the story. He was, uh, I think, I'll put it in loose quotes, in the Bible, he was characterized as mad for seven years, meaning... Um, mentally ill yeah. for seven years. And that was another time where he felt like maybe there was a God that he was not worshiping. Oh, so is My Kanye West is, Nebuchadnezzar? I think Kanye West thinks he's Nebuchadnezzar. That's what I'm getting the feeling yeah. of. That like here was somebody who at a time in his life wanted everybody to worship him and then re- like saw a different path. Path. Like he he was worshiping himself and then mm-hmm. realized that he should worship the one and true God. This is the this is what I'm saying is going through Kanye's mind and he yep. goes and somebody very likely in a Bible study shared this with him and he right. goes whoa yeah and did did so then he wrote a opera. So what's interesting about it is what I can't get around is if he I don't know how much of the writing he did okay um because. He had his uh, Sunday service group, yeah, which is led by somebody else. Okay? okay, so I'm sure that there was, and I don't know that people really collaborate very well with, or that I should say, Kanye collaborates well with people. So I don't know what at what how what his involvement was in yeah. the actual staging of it. But also Vanessa Beecroft directed the opera, who apparently also has been a collaborator of his. Um, Kanye played the narrator and you did not see him the whole time, which to me feels a little bit like false humility, but whatever. Yeah. I'm just, you know, using my own exegesis yeah. on this. Oh, look at um, you using big words. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Exegesis. <laughs> exegesis is your. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details.
This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. For interpretation of the text of the Bible. Okay. And everybody, honestly, I'll just go here real quick. Everybody comes at biblical text, whether you want to admit it or not, from your own perspective. So your first interaction with the text usually is, you know, blinded by your own personal life yeah, experience. Sure. Like so, which is exactly, but some people don't know that that's what they yeah, do, but that's sure. what they do. Yeah. Everybody does that. And so uh, it's important to kind of know that so when you're like, interacting with it. And so, so I Kanye's think for Kanye, doing that, and exactly. we're all on this ride with him figuring something out for the first time, but he's only seeing it through his own personal lens. lens. And what you're saying is maybe there's a bigger story there and he doesn't totally appreciate it. Yeah, I, I think that that's pretty uh, appropriate. Correct. Exactly. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I also read that it kind of stunk. But that's just me. I'm just saying. I read that the opera stunk. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we've got a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and the name is. Duberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, these are my favorites. My mm. D bag isn't so much Kendall Jenner, but what Yahoo Lifestyle did to Kendall Jenner. What'd they do to her? They created this headline. This is what Kendall Jenner's diet really consists of. Oh, okay. Did you did you need to know? No, but like when people get lazy and there's not much else going on, they're like, what does the person eat? Yeah, and this is actually Yahoo, you know, they aggregate a bunch of stuff. This is from a, a thing called Who, What, Where, mm-hmm. W-E-A-R. And Kendall Jenner, of course, we all pay attention to her because she's the Kardashian who has a career. Has an actual career. And um, she's a model. Mm-hmm. And um, But the article itself is like, it is the epitome of the following. She does She eats everything but doesn't eat anything. This is the sign. This is a man's uh, moist... <laughs> I almost, I slumber. Want, slumber. <laughs> moist midnight... Musing. Thing. Yes. <laughs> This is like a perfect, uh, this is a man's ideal. Yeah. Right? Yep. A woman that is, uh, looks a certain way and indulges in all of the tasty bits of life, mm-hmm. but also is able to get by on, you know, sparkling water beverages and from air most of the days. Yeah. So here's, I just want to share with you some of the things that this article pulled together because it's all crap, basically. They aggregate just stuff from all over the internet about her. They're like, okay, so regardless of her diet, it's imperative. We all remember that Kylie is naturally thin. But regardless, even though she does work out and does like eat really strict when she's doing fashion week, she is able to quote, cheat. 
and eat pasta, pizza, fried chicken, because her fast metabolism allows for foods to not immediately show up on her long, lean body. Okay. So I don't know what feelings I'm supposed to have right now. I don't know what feelings you're having right now, but they're not good feelings. Well, I just ate cake, so I think we know how I'm feeling. Also, (laughs) from a scientific perspective, what? She has a fast metabolism so those foods don't show up on her long, lean body. That doesn't, that's not how that works. Anyway, um, she deserves credit for looking great, but don't beat yourself, up, beat yourself up if that's not you, blah, blah, blah. And then they go on to share some things about her. Um, she, it's, and it's all contradictory. So, for example, quote, I typically eat lean chicken and brown rice, and I'm always snacking on raw veggies with dip and hummus. I wish I had more time to do grocery shopping because I like... Wait for it. Picking out my own vegetables. (laughs) She wishes she had more time to shop because she loves picking out carrots. It's like my favorite thing to do. I just love to pick out my vegetables. Do you know what she does uh, at the beginning of every day? Um, I mean... She's like me, maybe a cup of coffee and then a nope. sit down for a little bit. Go straight nope. from the she <laughs> might bedroom sit to the down, bathroom. And I have a feeling yeah. she's sitting down for a long time. And, and we'll get to that because of what she starts before that. Okay. Uh, it's not coffee. Come on. You know what this is. It's she a, has uh, oh, tummy tea. Oh, I know. I know. Holly. Celery juice? No. You're both very close. It's tea. It's not tummy tea. You know that detox tummy tea. Yeah. But it is a detox tea. And it's called kusmi. Detox tea? I mean, thank you for the offer, but I'm going <laughs> to decline. Kusmi. No, she <laughs> says, I usually start off with a cup of Kusmi detox tea. I have like 12 cups a day. Uh, okay, 12 uh, cups honey. of detox tea? I, I feel like you're cleaned out, babe. I feel like. She also is obsessed with uh, frozen yogurt. I could eat it every day, but I aim for twice a week. Okay. Do you want to know what a breakfast normally no, consists of? No, but you're going to tell me. <laughs> Avocado over eggs and a big bowl of oatmeal. And you know what she snacks on for the rest of the day? Carrot sticks. Close. That she picked out herself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almonds and juice. Mm. Yeah. I don't cook that much, she says. And, you know, except for the eggs, avocado, and toast. But when I do, I have a, soup, a few super simple recipes that I consider my, quote, specialities. Do you know what her specialities are? No, ants on a log. (laughs) She says that would actually be quite delightful. I know. She says she could eat fettuccine with peas for every meal because that's... What? That's not a a thing. It's my specialty. Her specialty? Fettuccine with peas? Yes. Well, she's a vegan, so she likes to eat... um, Hold on a second. Although she puts Parmesan on her pasta, so that's you just told me she eats eggs and she eats cheese. That girl ain't no vegan. Maybe she don't know what vegan means. (laughs) Apparently, she doesn't. Um, If she's eating out, she goes to Nobu for sushi or Craig's, where she orders the vegan bolognese or margarita pizza. Okay, I know I'm angry now. I'm sorry. This is this is lies. This is misinformation. This is confusing. Yeah, no, it's very confusing. And in fact, it ends by saying people always find it funny that Kenny is on the anti-model diet. That's Chloe saying this, by the way. She calls her Kenny. Kendall. She calls her Kenny. She loves burgers and pizza and goes to In-N-Out all the time. 
So again, th- what what it boils down to, and what I hate so much is this thing that they that we do now, where the perfect person cheats, quote, on burgers, pizza, pasta, but then doesn't eat any of that, which is why that they're so beautiful and skinny. When what I'd like to explain to you is that if you eat pizza, burgers, and pasta, okay. That's not cheating. That's just what you're eating. So if you're eating all those things and you're still skinny, that's just who you are. I hate this. <laughs> See how I it just, makes us I frustrated? Hate this I'm very frustrated. I'm frustrated because these articles exist in the first place. Yeah. That are, What's as you said, like message? an aggregate yeah. of like interviews where she's talked about food at other times in her life. Yeah. What's so frustrating about it is it gets packaged and pushed out, marketed to women's insecurities about their bodies or mm-hmm. what they eat. And somebody sees a headline that says, what does Kendall Jenner eat? And somebody who maybe isn't feeling great in their jeans goes, ah, oh, I really wish I could eat. I wish I could look like Kendall Jenner. Oh, oh, Let's see I, I would like does. to read all about what she eats. And you get nothing from it at all well, there's it, nothing of use in there at, nothing at the very least you get nothing but at worst you get a bunch of mixed messages right and really misogynist messages and really just harmful and unhealthy messages which is that the only way you can eat a, a like a pizza or a pasta is to quote cheat otherwise you need to drink 12 cups of um detox tea every day i mean that's gonna lead like i said you, she's gonna be sitting on the toilet for a while yeah Thank when you. if people, <laughs> if people well just had a more thoughtful, you know, like healthy approach to eating, like you can eat food and feel good about yourself. Right. Like that is a possible thing. Right. You can literally eat food and be a happy person. But like there is no there are very few places from which to get a decent message about that. Yeah. And you should never take anybody else's food habits as advice for how to live your life. Right. Because what they have and what you have are two totally different things. We just need to, Oh, we just need to correct people. We need to detox tea. This whole conversation. Let's take a big squat and get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I need to talk about my D bag. Okay. Her name is Farah Abraham. Oh, speaking of, People who I no doubt could Google and find out what they're eating in a day. Tell Missed me more. Um, did you miss her? I'm going to make I'm going to make that go away real quick. So Farah Abraham, uh, you know, she's very active on social media, and she's kind of no holds barred with her stupidity, both on her own Instagram page and also her daughter Sophia's. So the two of them were at the American Influencer Awards. How they got invited to that, I'll never know. Uh, but she shared about it on Instagram. I'm going to read parts of it to you and see if at any point you get mildly offended. Okay. By all means. As a single parent, I know how hard it is when our kids start wanting to explore makeup, shave their legs, wax their brow, want to start wearing bras, and that's bras spelled B-R-A-W-S. Bras. Bras. Use deodorant. (laughs) Curiosity and puberty start. Okay. There's a lot of words. Uh-huh. 
That's why I'm grateful and thankful we stand together. So she knows I don't judge her like the world may. Okay. I think she's talking about her daughter, Sophia, now. Yeah. Okay. Then she went on to talk about the awards and how she loved how the awards, quote, focused on those who may be going through cancer or may have a Whoa. daily disability. And then she says okay. that this is very similar to the difficulties that she confronts as a celebrity. Uh, um, could you back up, please? Mm-hmm. Similar to what again? Uh, going through cancer or a daily disability. Uh, this is similar to the difficulties that she, as a celebrity, goes through. Quote, we all share that we put our lives out in the public for the greater good. And this continues to make a great social change and economy for all of us from civil rights and liberties and many more social Oh my impacts. God, what? Did she just throw all the words I in there? she did. It sounded to me like she has cancer. And a disability. Yeah. And civil rights. What? And U.S. Americans. What she was, I think, inartfully trying to do was uh, discuss what makes her similar. I don't know. I don't know what was going on there, actually. I love how you're trying to explain the unexplained. I don't speak fairies. I don't understand it. Loved that this. Okay, I'm going to read it word for word verbatim. Okay. Loved that this awards focused on those who may be going through cancer or may have a daily disability, but just alike as a celebrity designer, blogger, and many more, we all share that we put our lives out in the public for the greater good. And this continues to make a great social change in economy for us all from civil rights and liberties and many more social impacts. Oh my God, I don't care what (laughs) what the heck. She's saying that she is like someone who has cancer. Yeah, because she puts it all out there. And then she says, strength, love, and empowerment to all the influencers worldwide being you and making a difference. Hashtag blowing. Honey, I think honey. I think you were snorting. I was going to say hashtag (laughs) snorting. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm, she gets that's uh, she gets the official air being sucked through your teeth. I, you know, I <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so here's what I want to honor in Fair Abraham okay. today. Okay, let's be positive, huh? She, let's be kind. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna do Thank some you, Catherine, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, I'm I want, gonna, I'm I want gonna a bike, genuine. I'm gonna ride my bike past Fair Abraham's house and dole out a compliment, <laughs> just like Catherine Schwarzenegger did this weekend. Um, with random passersby. Um, I want to honor her ability to literally say words that vaguely mean something. Like, she she is saying nothing, but I totally understand what she's trying to say. (laughs) Like, which is... Actually... That is an art form, or that is an accomplishment that I don't think I... Like, she has done something. (laughs) Because I kind of totally understand what she's saying, but you ha- it's like Shakespeare. You have to listen for the meaning. Because oh, at first God. blush, you're not going to grasp what they're actually saying. Yeah. But she literally is like, you know, so she is like one of those people. I imagine if you or I were sitting in front of a TV camera and they said, tell me about this topic. And you had no idea what the topic was about. And you just started talking. <laughs> That's what she is daily but all the time yeah. oh no i think hundreds of years from now when we're all <laughs> off of planet earth there are going to be scholars who study fair oh, abraham's please. finesse of the english language and think about so all much those so people that it doesn't actually resemble 
the English language. The people who will sit in the audience of Farrah Abraham performances <laughs> and think to themselves, I really wish I knew what was going on. You don't make no sense. <laughs> mm, hey, like- future, we don't get it either. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a D-bag double down. There's another D-bag amongst us. We'll tell you who it is after this on My Talk 1071. We've got a D-bag double down on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, you know what? Just roll that beautiful bean footage. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Kim Kardashian. Oh. You know, we do this thing with her. We're like, we love her. And then we're like, oh, and then we love her. And then we're like, oh, this is like a, oh, I don't know. It's not, it's a mild D-bag. Mild D-bag for you today. Who is it? But it's Kim Kardashian. Oh, you said that. I did say that. It's fine. So Kim, uh, in an interview with uh, the Daily Mail, the project via the Daily Mail. So this is where... Cosmo can't even be bothered to go to the project to get. Yeah. They're doing the report of the report. So it's a report of the report of the report. It's what we do best. Yep. Kim Kardashian uh, was asked what the hardest part of being so famous is. And Mm. just like, I I want to know. I don't care. The only answer that's acceptable to this is, you know, I am very grateful for all that fame has awarded me. To me, that is the only. Appropriate. Oh, answer. I thought you were saying that about no. yourself. I was like, oh, okay. No, yeah. <laughs> no, that to me is the only appropriate answer to yes. that question. I am grateful. But but be careful, tread lightly, Kim, because you are in D bag territory in answer to that question. Because when asked what the hardest part about being famous was, she said, I think the hardest part is just keeping with my friends. I have the best friends that I could have ever wished for. They're all girls I grew up with. But you have to put in the work to maintain those relationships. And then she added the only part that like salvaged anything was, I'm not one of those people who complains and says, I don't have any privacy. Because if she would have said that, I would have been like, girl, you made it that way. Yeah. So she, that salvaged it. But the hardest part about being famous is that she can't keep up with her girlfriends. I just, I don't, I'm looking at this photo in this article and I thought maybe it was a big zit at first. What is that? Somebody giving her a massage. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because she doesn't even have time to go to the massage therapist. They have to rub her <sighs> shoulders wherever. 
that's the kind of stuff that like, okay, because it's 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 a double edged sword, because on the one hand, the thing I've always said about celebrity is and I think I'm still good on this is that um, I think you should like you should sort of just own that you're a celebrity right. and you have a ton of privilege and you don't need to be rude about it or throw it in our face. I think there's an artful way to do it. But I also, it rubs me the wrong way when celebrities are like, I'm just like you. And you're, and I'm like, no, you're not like literally you are not anywhere near and not all celebrities. Like I'm not talking about somebody who shows up like on the WB once a week right. or something for a couple of years, but like Kim Kardashian, right? Like your life and my life are nowhere near similar. They're not in even any like, respect. Yeah. And they're not even related. I have to accept that fact. So I don't need you to lie to me to make me feel like you're just like me. Um, but I also like don't rub it in. Right. So it is a I, I will give you that it is a tightrope for celebrities, but I kind of feel like that's that's your job. Your job is to walk that tightrope. That's the gift and the curse. Of celebrity. Right. That's why I wish she would have just said, like, I am grateful for all that my celebrity and fame has afforded. And me. if she had said, and that means I get some pretty awesome perks that I realize not the rest of the world gets. And I'm not going to lie. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I would be like, all of in course, on that. Thank I would you. be all there for you. Yeah. Now I might roll my eyes and be like a little bitter. Yeah, but we but were that's doing my that issue anyway. to work we were doing on. That anyway. My bitterness is my problem. Yeah. I would like you to now roll your eyes again at Kim Kardashian Uh-oh. because here's the thing. We have a new storyline for Kim Kardashian. You know that her sister is a billionaire. Yep. Well, Kim Kardashian West will have you know that Skims will be her billion dollar ticket. Is Kim Kardashian telling us this or is Chris well, Jenner telling here's us Here's what I know. There's a TMZ article that says exclusive Kim Kardashian West Skims will be my billion dollar baby. Exclusive is code for what? Uh, exclusive means that somebody called from Chris Jenner called Harvey over at TMZ. Yeah. It was like, Harvey, honey, I got a story for you. This article <laughs> says sources with direct knowledge. Okay. That's so Chris that means Jenner. Chris Jenner. That Kim Kardashian West is confident her skim solution wear brand will revolutionize the industry and customer response has indicated it's on pace to become a billion dollar brand. In fact, um, this source says that Kim's massive restock release on Wednesday was actually more successful than the initial launch. It netted millions in just minutes and that millions of people are on the waiting list for the restock and that um, the most popular sizes and styles are sold out. But don't worry, because even though we had to apologize that there wasn't enough in stock, part of this problem is because there was some um, issues with how they did everything. Um, but don't worry that she's also got a perfume collection that got, is really popular. Oh, so if you can't get and, your shapewear, get your smell wear. And if Skims does hit the billion dollar mark, she'll be joining some really familiar company. Kylie Jenner. And I'm like, who wrote this story? And why did we need a story about Kim Kardashian being a billionaire? Oh, maybe because she called Chris and was like, I don't like the fact that my sister's yeah. getting all this billionaire Remember, attention. I'm the one that made you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Give why she's love. talking. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to talk about Taylor Swift. You know, that was a hotly anticipated mm. performance at the AMAs last night. We'll tell you what we thought. And what we observed after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.